relationship to fast food? Tired of the same plastic wrapped sandwiches in your lunchbox? Do you need food that is easy to prepare but also is nutritional and good tasting all at the same time? Welcome to my Mrs. Kerrigan's Recipe Blog Reviews. I will be sharing with you some of my favorite recipe blogs and cooking tips along with some terrific nutritional and great tasting recipes. I can help you make those dreaded lunchbox lunches a lot more appealing. I'm Mrs. Kerrigan from Mrs. Kerrigan's Recipe Blog. Today's show, I will be featuring Oreo balls. I will be sharing with you one of my favorite recipes that my husband, my sons, and my family and friends are always wanting me to make for them. It doesn't matter what the holiday or the occasion, they are one of my go-to recipes. So, today's show, it will include my recipe for Oreo balls, as well as a couple of other recipes using Oreos. Be sure to visit my blog at mrspaulkerrigan.blogspot.com. I will be posting pictures along with the recipe just in case you happen to be driving and didn't get a chance to write it down. Before I get started, I want to first thank my sponsors. Railroad Insurance Group, keeping your financial future on the right track. To find out more, visit their site at www.railroadentrancegroup.com. I also want to thank Chad Austin Fitness, where you can be fit for life. Visit www.chadaustinfitness.com. You will find over 115 workouts, 800 videos, and 9 programs to help you stay fit for life. Okay, are you ready to get started making Oreo balls? Well, we just need a few ingredients. For each batch that you are wanting to make, you'll need to get one package of Oreo double stuffed cookies, one package of cream cheese, and one package of chocolate almond bark. I normally make two or three batches at a time, but it's up to you how many you want to make. I also like to get a pack of the vanilla almond bark so that I can drizzle it over the balls when I'm done. Well, let's get started. You're going to be so amazed when you see how easy these are to make. I have been making the Oreo balls for years, and I have finally figured out that the best way to crush the Oreos for me is to just use a meat tenderizer. I'm sure you'll come up with your favorite way also. But mine, I tell you, I just like to bash them. I take half the package of Oreos, and I place them into a Ziploc gallon bag. I grab my meat tenderizer, or a hammer will do, and I just start pounding until they are all crushed. It relieves the stress and the frustration, and it's a lot of fun. I've also tried crumbling them in my hands, just smashing them in my hands. I've tried using a food processor. I've tried using a rolling pin, all sorts of things. I've even tried just trying to crumble them. But for me, using the tenderizer and pounding them just seems to be the fastest, the easiest, and it's also a pretty clean way. Now, once you have your entire bag of Oreos smashed, you're going to pour the crushed Oreos into your mixing bowl. And then take your cream cheese, put it into a microwave using a glass bowl, and soften it just, I use about 10 seconds. You'll just kind of have to play that by ear. You don't want it to be liquidy. You just want it soft. So add the cream cheese into the Oreos, and then you turn on your mixer. 
I am lucky enough that I have one of the stand-up mixers that can handle pretty much anything. I just have to turn it on and I watch it go. Now you want to mix it up so it all appears shiny. Usually that takes about two minutes or so. You'll start to see the texture become really shiny and smooth. When it's that way, you know it's done. So you'll just want to scoop it all out into a bowl. If you're not in a hurry, you can take and put them into the refrigerator for 24 hours. But if you're in a hurry, you can stick them in the freezer for just a couple hours and it'll work just as well. Okay, well, now I'm just going to go ahead and pull out the Oreo dough that I made yesterday. Now, I tell you, this is when I normally try to talk someone into coming over to help me. It's a little time-consuming and a little tedious, and it's a lot more fun when you have somebody helping you. But it's really simple. You just want to take a spoon, dip it into your Oreo mixture, and I'll warn you, the mixture is going to be a bit solid, especially if it was left in the freezer for more than a couple hours. But once you get a spoonful, you'll want to take it off that spoon, roll it into a ball with your hands, place the balls onto a cookie sheet that is covered in wax paper. Now, usually one batch of Oreo balls will take about two cookie sheets. Once your sheets are full, you're going to place those sheets back into the fridge or the freezer, just depending on your time frame. I like to take a couple of days to make my Oreo balls. That way I know the consistency is perfect. It seems when I try to rush things and put them in the refrigerator for just an hour or two, the balls end up crumbling when I try to dip them in the chocolate. They just don't look as pretty. But I'll leave that up to you. Moving on, the next step is that you'll be pulling your cookie sheet of Oreo balls out. I usually take one tray at a time, leaving one tray in the fridge or freezer while I work with one of the cookie sheets. Now take your chocolate almond bark and melt it just like the instructions on the package say. I usually only melt four squares at a time. One by one, take an Oreo ball and dump it into the almond bark and then place it back onto the cookie sheet. Once you get both sheets of Oreo balls dipped and placed on your cookie sheet, you're going to want to let them dry for a few minutes. Now while you're letting them dry, grab some of the vanilla almond bark if you bought some and melt a couple of the squares. I like to pour the melted bark into a sandwich bag. I cut off the tip and then I can just drizzle it over the Oreo balls and it makes it look all cute and festive and fun. I usually let the Oreo balls dry completely before I place them in a container. They store really well in the freezer or the fridge. And there you go. Pretty easy, right? That's how you make Oreo balls. I hope you enjoy making your own Oreo balls and I hope you will leave me a comment on what your family and friends have to say when they eat them. Another twist that I've used on the Oreo balls is to add in candy canes. You can take six candy canes and you chop them up and then you add them into the cream cheese and then you stir it all up in there and then uh, it looks really cute when you open it up. It's kind of got that peppermint flavor and a little bit of red and white mixed in with your black Oreos. That's just if you're liking something like that. Another recipe that I'll share with you really quick is my Oreo mint cocoa. It goes perfectly with the Oreo balls. This is really another very simple, simple recipe. All you're going to need is 10 Oreo cookies. And of course you want to chop them up just like we did for the Oreo balls using a meat cleaver. Three cups of milk, a half a cup of chocolate syrup, and a half a teaspoon of peppermint extract. You're going to place all the ingredients in the blender container. You're going to cover it and then blend on a high speed until well blended. Then you want to pour it into a two-quart saucepan. 
Now you want to cook this on a medium-high heat until it's heated through and stir frequently. You don't want it to burn on the bottom or scorch. That's it. Oh, and then you're just going to ladle it evenly into your coffee mugs or your hot cocoa mugs. Uh, it takes about four mugs, I think, is what it uses. I guess a special tip I'll share with you is that to prevent the cocoa from cooling too quickly, you might fill the mug with hot water and then let it stand while you're cooking your hot chocolate. That way you can pour out the hot water just before you fill the mugs up with the hot cocoa. And it works really clever. On my website, you'll find a link to NabiscoWorld.com. There's a lot of different Oreo recipes on there that I absolutely love making. There's the Oreo milkshake, the Oreo crunch parfait, easy Oreo truffles, Oreo cheesecake bites. Those are absolutely one of my favorites. Of course, the chocolate caramel cream pie. Um, one that I'd like to make, I think for Thanksgiving, is going to be the strawberry whip sensation. It sounds really good. Um, I'm not sure what that has to do with Oreos, but it's on the Oreo webpage. Well, that's it for today's show. I want to thank you for joining me for my second episode of podcasting on Mrs. Kerrigan's recipe blog. Next week, I'll be sharing with you a couple of my favorite Thanksgiving recipes. And again, I want to thank my sponsors, Chad Austin Fitness, Railroad Insurance Group, and Mrs. Kerrigan.com. I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.